for a little something extra from the apple seed. And now, here's your host, Sam Payne. It's such a pleasure to have you with me for a little something extra here in the podcast. Just about every day we bring you a full hour-long episode of the show filled with stories for you and your family. And we post that, but we also like to post a little something extra, just a few minutes long, a single story, in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to spend those few minutes with a great tale. And we've got one for you today. This is from the great St. Louis storyteller Bobby Norfolk, and it's an Anansi story. In this story, a famine has broken out across the land, and when a very hungry Hungry Anansi comes across a magical pot in the forest that can produce the most delicious food in the world. Will he share it with all his family, or will his greed get the better of him? And more importantly, what reward will Anansi get for his actions? Find out in Anansi and the Whipping Cord, told for you by Bobby Norfolk. It's today's Appleseed Extra. There was famine in the land. First the rains had refused to come, and then the ground dried up and became very arid. And as Anansi and his family went out into the bush in the grove to search for food, the only thing they could find were bugs and worms. Every day Anansi and his family went out, and the only thing they ever came back with were bugs and worms. Anansi's eldest son, Tikuma, got very insolent one day and came to his father. Uh, Father, you are supposed to be so good in magic and wisdom. Why can you not find us food? And indeed, Anansi was too tired and too depressed to beat his own son. One day, Anansi, in desperation, decided to go out and try his magic once more. And so Anansi got a small goblet with wine and he went out into the sacred grove and there he poured a libation. And as Anansi set the goblet down, he then prayed to the god of the forest, O gods, you who are great in wisdom and understanding, help your family to find food, help your son to find water and things of nourishment for his family. I ask this in your name. Oh, God of the forest. And as Anansi finished his prayer, he then got up and he walked around through the forest again, searching for food. And as Anansi came to a certain clearing, right there in the clearing was a huge black pot. And Anansi said, a huge black pot. Who could it belong to? And Anansi crept up to the pot and he looked inside the pot. The pot was empty. He then looked on each side of the pot. There was no one around. He said, I wonder who this pot could belong to. And he touched the pot. And he asked almost to himself, does this pot have a name? And the pot replied, Yabiribiri mamimwe. And Anansi yelled, Yabiribiri mamimwe. The pot said, yes, do what you can. Anansi said, and what are you able to do? Do what you can. The pot said, try me and see. And so Anansi stood back and said, okay, pot, do what you are able to do. 
And immediately the pot began to produce food. Food from all over the world came out of the pot. There were biscuits and french fries and there were all sorts of things like cornbread and muffins and croissants that came out of the pot. And then there was hamburger and hot dogs that came from the pot. And then Chateaubriand and lauded beef of tenderloin came from the pot. And filet mignon and then boiled shrimp came from the pot. And then all sorts of fruit came from the pot. There was Apples and peaches and bananas and mangoes and cassava and papaya and kiwi came from the pot. And then desserts came from the pot. There was coconut cake and then there was chocolate cake and then there was sweet potato pie came from the pot. And then all sorts of juices came from the pot and then soups came from the pot. And Anansi was looking at all of this food <laughs> and he started to eat and he ate and he ate and he ate and he stuffed his pockets and he ate and he ate and he stuffed his pockets and he ate and stuffed his pockets until he could eat no more. And Anansi burped, burp. And he said, I must take some of this food back to my family to eat. But then greed set in. And Anansi said, I think I will keep the best food for myself. And so Anansi took the boiled shrimp and put it to the side. He took the lobster tail and put it to the side. He took the Chateaubriand and the lauded beef of tenderloin and the prime rib and put it to the side. He took the chocolate cake and the ice cream and put it to the side. And then he left his family things like rutabaga and cauliflower and eggplant and squash. He said, I will now take this food to my family to eat. And then he started to stack the food up. He, he found some bamboo and some twine and he made a small sled and he then began to put the food on this sled and finally he went for the pot itself and the pot said, Do not take me from the forest for if you take me away, you will be in trouble. Anansi thought for a second. He took the pot anyway. Anansi started to drag the food and the pot through the forest and halfway back to his hut, he stopped and said, I cannot let the others know about my magical pot. And so he found some straw and some bamboo and he made a small hut by the river and he then put the pot inside the hut. He then drug the rest of the food home and he pushed the door open and said, I sold my wife, Tikuma, my son, all my children. Come and see what your clever father has done now. <laughs> And his family came out and they saw the food and they and, and they ate and ate and ate and ate. And Anansi was standing back smirking. And his son, Tikuma, happened to see his father not eating. And he said, a, a father, would you not like some food too? And Anansi stuttered, uh, 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 well, uh, uh, I do not require food. My only joy is to see you happy. Indeed, the man was too full to eat anymore. Well, as his family continued to eat, Anansi then crept back out and finished the rest of the food that he had hidden for himself. Then when he came back, his family was finished too. And he said, uh, every day I will produce food by my magic. And every day Anansi slipped out of the house and he told the pot to do what it was able to do. And the pot obeyed by producing food. Foods from all over the world came from the pot on command. One day, the man got so lazy, he decided that he did not want to go back out to the secret hut and bring the food back. And so he slipped out one day and decided to sneak the pot back home. And when he took the pot in his hands, he saw the pot was dusty and dirty. And so he took it to the stream and washed it off. 
and the pot was very glad to be washed off, but it was still very angry from being taken from the forest. And the pot told Anansi, Anansi, whatever you do, never touch me with the seeds of palm nut kernels. Anansi thought for a moment. <sighs> All of this time, his eldest son, Tikuma, was wondering why his father never ate with the rest of the family. And he went to his mother, Aso, and he said, A mother? Is it not strange that father always refuses food? But look how fat the man is becoming. His mother replied, Ah, my son, indeed you have inherited the wisdom of your great father. But please, we know your father has his secrets, and he is sometimes greedy. But let's not tempt providence by questioning too many things, so leave it alone. And his son left it alone, but he still watched his father every moment that he could. In the meantime, Anansi was wondering, why does that pot not want me to touch it with the seeds of palm nut kernels? Perhaps the pot can produce gold and diamonds. I can become rich and wealthy. The pot does not want me to become wealthy. That's what it is. And so one night, Anansi slipped out and he took that pot and he put a ladder against the house and he climbed that ladder and he raised up the thatch of the roof and he then set the pot inside the roof and lowered the thatch down. And then the next night when his family went out to the sacred grove to pray, Lazy Anansi then put the ladder against the house, climbed up the ladder, raised up the thatch of the roof and he went into his pockets and he pulled out a handful of seeds from palm nut kernels. And he said, look what I have. The pot did not reply. He said, you do not want me to touch you with the seeds of palm nut kernels because you can produce gold and diamonds. Is that not so? The pot still did not reply. And so Anansi in his arrogance touched that pot with those seeds and there was an explosion. Boom! Blam! There was a big plume of smoke and when the smoke disappeared, the pot was gone and in its place was a whipping cord. And Anansi looked. And who are you? What can you do? The whipping cord replied, My name is Abreem, the whipping cord. What I do is pleasant. Try me and see. Anansi wasn't too sure this time. And so he said, Well, uh, what is it that I can tell you to do to stop what you're doing if I don't like it? The whipping cord replied, Do not worry about that. As I said, what I do is pleasant. Try me and see. And so Anansi stood up straight on the ladder and said, Okay, whipping cord. Do what you are able to do. And immediately, the whooping cord whipped into the air and began to beat Anansi. And Anansi leaped off the ladder and started to run. And the magical whipping cord was right behind him, beating him against his neck, his arms, his legs, and his back. And Anansi was yelling, and all the villagers heard Anansi yelling, and they ran to his aid, and they saw this magical whipping cord beating Anansi. And Anansi yelling, 
the villagers looked, whoa, that looks like a magical whipping cord. We would really like to help you, Mr. Anansi, but that thing might turn on us too. Good luck, have a nice day, and they left. The whipping cord continued its vicious work. Anansi was falling over boulders and logs and rocks, stumbling through the forest. The whipping cord continued its vicious work. Anansi was yelling, his, his, his family then heard the whipping cord and the, and the loud yells and they ran back to the hut and they saw this whipping cord beating Father Anansi and Aso was so afraid she didn't know what to do but the eldest son, Takuma, ran up to the whipping cord and said Whipping cord, I know my father must have offended you and I know he is greedy at times but what is it I can tell you to do to stop? The whipping cord say calm down, calm down Dikuma said, calm down, calm down, calm down. And the whipping cord then fell, bloop, to the ground. Anansi then got up. <laughs> he had welts all over him. He tried to sit down. How? <laughs> he couldn't sit down because there were welts there too. <laughs> and they brought him olive oil and they rubbed the olive oil all over his wounds. And Anansi said, I have a confession to make. I have kept all of the best food for myself. And I have given you whatever I wanted you to have. And I want this to be a lesson to all of my children out there. To never to be greedy and selfish. And to share what you have with others. Because if you don't, then punishment will be your reward. Anansi and the Whipping Cord, a story told for you by the great St. Louis storyteller Bobby Norfolk. It's always a pleasure to hear from Bobby. And, of course, we'll bring him back to the Appleseed soon. Always a pleasure to have you with us as well. Thanks for joining us for this Appleseed Extra. And uh, if you want to share your story with us, you can write it down, a memory or whatever you like, and share it with us at our email address, theappleseed at byu.edu. Again, that's theappleseed at byu.edu. I'm Sam Payne, and I can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us for a little something extra from The Appleseed. Google The Appleseed Podcast and subscribe for something new just about every day. The Appleseed with Sam Payne. <laughs>